Your thoughts and beliefs can lead you to success, but they can also drag your health down. Don't let the negative messages of this world affect the positive beliefs that already exist in your mind. Happy day. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ledrick. I'm the host of this show. This is sponsored by Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. And the aim of this show is to give this community information so you can make smart, safe, and sane healthcare decisions. So as they say, relax and enjoy the show. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back. If this is your first time with us, welcome to the Wellness 717 Podcast. As mentioned, I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig, your host, and this is episode number four. We're just flying through these episodes, and the title of this episode is called Stressing Out Your Immune System. And as we get deep into this episode, we're going to discuss the healing power of your mind. And specifically, I want to talk about how beliefs and stress weaken your immune system. You know, the function of the mind is to create a unity between your beliefs and your reality. And we all behave based on what we believe. Most of us know that the real culprit is stress. And it comes in so many forms. The planet is under 24-7 stress, wouldn't you say? And because of this, in the United States, 40% of us, not me, but 40% of us have 2.7 chronic diseases on an average. Crazy, right? If we're going to talk about stress, we have to talk about where it begins. And it begins with our thoughts and our beliefs. You know, beliefs arise from our experiences throughout our life, day after day, week after week, year after year. And beliefs are part of every person's development. That's how we make decisions. But when you add emotion, this is the key ingredient here, now these beliefs become deep-rooted in our soul. And these thoughts trigger something deep inside of you. It's an emotional signature and imprint a sensation in your neurology. Can you believe it? Your thoughts and beliefs affect your nervous system. And when that happens, now it's a true belief and our beliefs become our actions in everyday life. So beliefs become our reality. So when we talk about beliefs, we have to talk about experience. They're associated with each other. Which came first, the belief or the experience? Well, to understand one, one must really understand the other. Here's an example. Some people are taught that war and fighting is a way of life. And then this population accepts this belief to be true. 
And then it creates their experience, which then becomes their belief. Here's another silly example. Let's say when you were a little kid, your mother or father told you that plumbers were thieves because of some experience they had. And then you heard this experience or story. So every time you saw a plumber, you thought that they were a thief. And certainly that is not true. But that's what you experienced and that's what became your belief. Here is yet another example of beliefs and experiences. It is an elephant's nature to roam, to be free. That's what's born inside of them. But even a baby elephant can create a belief from an experience. In India at night, a baby elephant in captivity is chained to a tree. At first it tries to break free and roam, but it's not strong enough to break free. So the baby forms a belief that it is weak and it stops trying to roam. Now this baby becomes an adult and the adult elephant is strong enough to break free, but it won't even try because it has a belief of being weak. I want to take a moment to have you think about your health designation. Where are you headed when it comes to your health? Is it a healthy mindset designation or is it a negative mindset designation? And what really leads us to a sickness mindset is this thing called fear. It adds stress to our life and it really affects decisions we make and even the health of our body and our immune system which we're going to get into a little later. So what is this fear thing I'm talking about? Well, fear starts in the brain. A study published in the peer-reviewed Journal of Stress and Health found a significant correlation between the capacity of individuals to cope with life and stress and the health of their immune system. The researchers found that excessive stress significantly lowers immune system function, specifically reducing our natural killer cells. These natural killer cells are also called NK cells, and their job is to fight tumors and viral infections. So these thoughts and beliefs that we were talking about before are just not ideas in your mind. They actually alter your cellular function. Isn't that crazy? Your thoughts can affect your cellular function in your body. Every cell in your body knows how to respond based on our thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. Tons of studies show this all the way back to the 1930s. Bruce Lipton is a PhD. He is a specialist in cell biology with the interest of quantum physics and how the mind works and how the mind influences the body. He stated, if the perception in your mind is reflected in the chemistry of your body, 
And if your nervous system reads and interprets the environment, and then it controls your blood chemistry, then you can literally alter cell function by altering your thoughts. We'll get into this a little deeper and simpler here in a second. In our nervous system, we have two main systems that are in charge of either growth or protection. The challenge is you can't be in both at the same time. This is where stress and fear come to play. Because when stress hormones are released into the body, they shut down our immune system. You see, this fear we talk about promotes what are called these stress hormones. And they're real important because fear is in a protection state and it limits growth, it limits healing. Because if you didn't have any fear, you could stay in growth and healing patterns all the time. So let's look at some research. If you're stressed out, if you're lonely or depressed, don't be surprised if you come down with something. Psychologists in the field of psychoneuroimmunology have shown that the state of the mind really affects one's state of health. One study in the 1980s took psychologists and immunologists from Ohio State University College of Medicine and they did a study on medical students for 10 years from 1982 to 1992. And among other things, they found that the students' immunity went down every year under simple stress over a three-day exam period. These test takers had fewer natural killer cells. Remember, those are the ones that fight tumors and viral infections. So then, when you have stress for any significant amount of time, and I'm talking about a few days to a few months or years, it happens to affect our immune system in real life. All aspects of immunity went downhill when they looked at these studies. Thus, long-term or chronic stress through much wear and tear in the body can ravage the immune system. So check this out from Carnegie Mellon University. In their laboratory, they studied stress, immunity, and disease, and they found that social isolation and the feeling of loneliness each independently weaken first-year students' immunity. Isn't that what we've been going through now for the past two and a half years? Dealing with being away from each other, being away from family members and friends. Isolation. It's not healthy. Well, here's another study. Check this out. Decades ago, scientists demonstrated that subjects who had higher stress levels were more susceptible to infection with, get this, respiratory viruses, including a different, less dangerous type of coronavirus. More recently, research suggests that the stress hormone cortisol is implicated in worse COVID-19 outcomes. Are you getting this? And yet one more study showed that patients that are hospitalized with COVID-19, those patients had higher blood cortisol levels and they were more likely to die. Do you think 
fear has something to do with the stress level? Do you think stress has something to do with your immune system? There's a 100% connection. When we go into a protection state, it's a part of our nervous system that's called fight or flight. And it's actually called your sympathetic nervous system. And it's designed as a response to help you with short-term stress. And it goes something like this. Let's say a villager in Africa sees a lion charging at him. The brain then sends a signal to the adrenal gland to create stress hormones called cortisol and adrenaline. Their job is to increase your heart rate and your breathing and to dilate blood vessels so the blood can quickly flow to the muscles in the legs and into the arms. Now that's great. That's great news if you're trying to run away from a lion. But when you have these stress hormones being released each and every day because the fear and the belief that you have going on in your mind, it weakens our immune system. Because the blood now, instead of going to your gut, is being sent by the sympathetic nervous system to your arms and legs. And the end result is the energy to your gut is decreased and now your immune system is in a weakened state. So our beliefs and our experiences and what we're talking about experiences is things that are relevant. We watch the news, we watch TV, we surf the web, we talk to friends and family members. We're hearing Omicron is here now, Delta was here before, we're all gonna die, and any one of these things can affect and increase our stress hormones. We're on a roller coaster whether or not to wear a mask. No one's really telling us how to improve our immune system. No one's really telling us about these stress hormones and they affect whether or not we're going to survive any viral infection or any disease. Because the body is designed to heal itself. And when you add stress, your body is there to take care of you, but only designed to do it in short-term cycles, not long-term. And now we have chronic healthcare issues. So here's some good news. This is where chiropractic can lend a hand. Chiropractors are specifically trained to deal with this nervous system interference. Remember that fight or flight? That's a part of your nervous system. Remember the growth and protection? That's what we deal with each and every day. That's the big idea of chiropractic. And that's where we can be assistance when it comes to the body healing itself once interference is removed. We have been confused for over two years. We don't know the right questions to ask. We're trying to trust a medical system that has a bad case history of handling viral infections, let alone other healthcare conditions. We have a great healthcare system when it comes to trauma, but not when it comes to getting and staying well. So let's review this one more time. The title of this is Stress and How It Weakens Your Immune System. Step one, we get fear. 
a fearful thought, a belief in the experience begins the stress process. Then the stress hormones are activated. They release energy, which is blood, but it goes to our extremities, our arms and our legs. And the blood is basically shut off or limited to the gut. That's where our immune system is. There's no energy in our gut, and the result is a weak immune system. So it's so important to get your facts from the right place, to do your own research, to ask better questions, and to trust your body in a lot of these healthcare situations, and to teach our children to trust their bodies. We've learned through our medical system, an allopathic system, not to trust our bodies. That our body can't heal from the inside out. That we have to bring something in from the outside in. And your body rejects it or doesn't handle it that well. And this is why we're so sick. It starts with the philosophy of how to get and stay well. I encourage you to share this podcast with a loved one a family member. You don't have to agree with everything that I brought up here, but it should get you to ask not just questions, but better questions and challenge. It's okay to do that. This isn't misinformation. This is information to help you ask better questions. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff Ludwig. This is the Wellness 717 Podcast. If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Facebook at Camp Hill Family Chiropractic. You can always email my office at info at camphillchiro.com. You can go to our website at camphillchiro.com. Check us out. Feel free to give us a call at 717-761-8840. I'll be happy to answer any questions that you may have, we can set up a quick 5-10 minute consultation if you'd like. As always, be well and be blessed.